Hello and welcome to Saturday Morning Cartoons, the weekly podcast that revisits, reviews, and ridicules some of the world's weirdest animated series. I'll be your co-host Dave Trumbor, and I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> Joining me as always down on Pit Row, it's Sean Paul Ellis. How's it going, Sean? Yeah! David, 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 I'm doing well, buddy. How about yourself? Man, I thought I was revved up tonight. It sounds like you're on some like high octane level energy sauce there. Ooh. What do you got going on over there? Ooh, I got, I got a big old nail gin of water over here. Oh, good. <laughs> Stay hydrated, though. That's good. It gets hot up in these crazy machines. Ooh, sure does. These podcast Man. machines that we're in. Oh, God. I don't know if you guys have ever gotten into professional podcasting, but definitely look into professional podcasting machines. It's, a, it's the only way you can go in it this really game. It really is. We're so. professionals here. Uh, we're looking for a pro tip. Yeah. Before we get into this one tonight, have you ever watched this? series of cartoons before uh i i watched uh most of the block that this was originally included on, right right and i knew that there were a bunch of shows uh that i i've, I've watched uh, quite a bit of myself um i think that uh i don't know you know this this one was strangely nostalgic because i was aware that it existed and did you have like that moment in maybe elementary or middle school mm -hmm. where like friends were going to this type of a rally. Like they were going to this type of event and it was like a really big deal. Like on Sunday, Sunday, Sundays. Exactly. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, some friends did, but I, I've never been to one. I've kind of wanted to go, but I've never been. to I, one. You know what? It, it, it's funny you should say that because I, I, I never went to one myself and maybe like a year ago, a buddy of mine that lives out in phoenix it, it's become like one of those things that like with him and his wife I, I think he goes like maybe like once twice a year to check it out and he's like you know what he i don't he's not a, he's not somebody who would go to one of these events and sort of like really drink you okay, know sure so there's a part of it that to me like i feel like the alcohol is sort of an key ingredient in the recipe for disaster that oh, could yeah. come out of something like this yeah i would imagine uh, but he's just like, oh, I just love going, and the, it's just real positive energy, and just people are very excited about what they're doing, and they put on a great show. And he's like, at the end of the night, then you're just done, and you drive home, and it's, you know, it's he he. To me, it's like the equivalent of like going to see, like a Fast and the Furious movie. Okay, I can you know, see that. and then like you walk away, and you're just like, oh man, I really like cars right now. And then like the next morning, you're just like, oh, I hate cars. These things suck. But rather than on the ride home, like street racing and like drag racing people on the strip just crush everything in your path, right? You crush everything. Just crushing it. Crushing it. And everybody gets a free monster truck when they leave the arena. Isn't that how it works? Yes. A street exactly. legal monster truck. <laughs> it's like Oprah, but for monster truck Holy rallies crap. where they're look under the bleachers, you get a monster truck. You, you get a monster, get a monster truck. truck. Could you imagine? Oprah, you got to outdo yourself. That would be amazing. Oprah, I know you're listening. Do us all a favor. Get back in the game. What do you have to lose? Look, this would be so much fun, and people would be so excited about this. Yeah, little known fact, Oprah is the one listener on Oprah's Island who actually does listen to the show. So we, we do appreciate her uh, support. Uh, before, we, before we go any further, do you want to actually <laughs> jump into the history of this actual factual show? We should really probably say that we are, this week, we watched Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines. Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> if that... If that is not glaringly obvious to anybody uh, who from listening to this rambling, which is fantastic, but let's get into it. Let's get into this. This is the hardest we've ever watched a show, I think, oh, ever. Man. 
So Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines was a special animated TV miniseries that aired on the animated half-hour series Super Sundays and Super Saturday, containing nine segments that ran for six minutes each. The episodes played alongside of Jam and the Holograms, Robotics, which I can't say without saying robotics, robotics. Yeah. and Inhumanoids. Uh, the segments were combined and turned into a 53-minute feature-length film in 1985. This cartoon and other Super Sunday cartoons were animated by Toei Animation in Japan. The show featured animated versions of vehicles popular in real life competing under the United States Hot Rod Association banner, including Bob Chandler's Bigfoot Monster Truck, Alan Gaines' Orange Blossom Special, Kenneth and Paula's Black Gold, and Dan Patrick's Warlord. How about that? I mean, Guys, I, think, I just I think learned so much knew. about Monster Trucks. Yeah, Monster Trucks. I think everybody knew Bigfoot, right? That's right. like the, until Gravedigger came along, which right. we'll have a funny yeah. kind of aside about that. Until Gravedigger and then I think like Goldberg came along later on. That's literally the extent of my knowledge of Monster I Truck. I thought Goldberg was a wrestler. He is, but it's also a truck that kind of looks like him. I think it has biceps <laughs> on the side and I'm not even making that up. I think it has like physical biceps that are on the side of this truck. Oh no. Because it's ridiculous. Because That's some people have too much money. <laughs> but unfortunately oh, we how am i, how am I gonna trick out this truck just put biceps on it put some sweet quads and some beefy calves on it <laughs> just running along on the tires i would yeah. love it if bill goldberg was like you gotta put some fucking guns on the side of that and they were like oh he means like he means like Jack real Bones. guns he's like oh, no, no i wanted like one of but it does look pretty sweet I wanted an old timey cannon. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. I'd like that. Yeah, I'd like that. I, Guys, cannons. I'd be okay if they brought like real kitschy kind of like monster truck stuff back. I would actually be okay if they updated this cartoon and made it more like a modern one. I'm not saying it'd be good because this was not good, but it was fun as hell. Yeah. Do you want to get into like I, what this is about? Because I think people out there who hear like, oh, it's uh, it's about Bigfoot and the muscle machines or other like monster trucks and cars, like. What is the story? Where do you yeah. go with that? Because, you know, from the, from the outset, you would think it's just about a monster truck rally right. and the people who attend them and yeah. like what goes on. And that is the furthest thing from the truth. I mean, it, it is vaguely about that. That's kind of where it starts. It's like 1% it's about 1%. what you think it's about. <laughs> and it's 99% about shit that you're like, what the fuck yeah. is actually going on with Which this? Which is why we're talking about it tonight. And it, we watched the whole thing. So we watched all 53 minutes of this craziness. So Whew, we'll, we'll try to get it through uh, without giving you, you know, all the little nitty gritty. We'll hit the major stuff. There's some good stuff. But for what it's actually about, stories about five people who run a public monster truck show led by, here we go, getting into these names. Let's do it. Led by Yank Justice, <laughs> driver of Bigfoot. The other members of the show include Red and Redder, twin sisters who drive Black Gold, Yes. Professor D, driver of the Orange Blossom Special, and possibly my favorite name, Close McCall, driver of <laughs> Warlord. So that's just, the, that's just the characters right there. This actual synopsis, a young woman named Jennifer McGraw steals an ancient map that leads to the Fountain of Youth in Florida. Are you sticking with me so far? Does that make sense? Oh, what? A group of terrorists led by an elderly billionaire named Adrian Ravenscroft, a.k.a. Mr. Big, Attempt to retrieve the map from her and chase Yank Justice and his friends across the United States to try to kill them. Yo, the work that uh, the Mr. Big did in Sex in the City, that yeah. stuff was phenomenal. I did not see this as, as being uh, something that would come before 
that entire HBO series. So congratulations to him on really branching out with what he's doing. He must have he must have refound that Fountain of Youth or something because he uh, he looked pretty good live action. Looking pretty good. Looking pretty Terry good. Bradshaw totally into him. Yeah, looking really kind of I don't know what race you are in this cartoon. We'll talk about that once we get to his reveal. But yeah, I don't scary. know what he is. This is a slab. Ooh. Ooh. But that's it. If you followed along with that synopsis, you're already doing a hell of a lot better than we were when we started this thing. <laughs> uh, speaking of Ravenscroft, I don't know if it's... The, the Wikipedia said Adrian and the IMDb page says Arthur, so I don't know if they changed it or the, nobody cares enough about this show to get it right or what. <laughs> uh, but anyways, Peter Cullen. Peter Cullen did the voice of uh, the villain, basically. And then we've got uh, Susan Blue, who did the voice of uh, all, pretty much all the female characters on this show. And she's done just like a ton of stuff over the years. So just want to give her a quick shout out. It's weird because uh, I actually wrote down for the two names. I wrote down Avery Ravencroft. So we've got three potential names for Ravencroft. Yeah, no, no lie. That's because I went back and listened to it because when they finally do the big reveal and say what his name is, I was for two seconds. I was like, okay, wow. They finally they said it, you know, they like almost halfway through this entire 53 minutes. More than that. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, oh, and this is this is the 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 financier of all this terrorism that's been going on. He's literally like, been kept in the shadows of every shot that he's in for the entirety yeah. of this series. So it's kind of like this cool little mystery thing, which I like that aspect of it. I was like, okay, they're they're having some fun with it. It's fine, but it's not like I, I, when you do something like that and then do a reveal, it doesn't really have any impact unless it's something or someone recognizable. Like if you just keep a weird looking dude in the shadows, then when you finally like reveal him, you're like, oh, it's just a weird looking dude. Okay, because I'm going to be honest with yeah. you. What I wanted from the reveal, yeah. all right, was either Hulk Hogan okay. or a man that had a truck face. <laughs> you wanted truck face Chippendale? <laughs> I, wanted like a ch- I wanted a guy with a truck face that like had a fender for a mouth and then had like headlights for you like wanted, his eyes. You wanted Turbo his- Teen stuck halfway through his transition. Yeah, unfortunately, we did not get truck face uh, anything. <sighs> Anything quite as fun as that, but the rest of this thing is completely insane. So let's let's <laughs> before we get quite into it, I want to um, first I want to make a mention that again, remember that this was just like a little mini series. So we've got nine episodes, six minutes each, that were just released like once a weekend. So you had to wait two and a half months for this thing to like completely run its course. And we've got we've got episode <sighs> titles like Cryptic Cargo, Mystery Menace, Deadly Duel, The Sinister Scroll, Crooked Cops. And then they decided that alliteration <laughs> was either no longer fun or they ran out of ideas. And the last four are Unleashed Barbarians, Bigfoot Dead, spoiler alert, Death Race, and Fountain of Doom. They could have made that so easy to, to, have, to just add a little bit of alliteration to that. That would have been so simple for them to do. They only did it for five-ninths of the, of the series, so <laughs> eh, they're better than half. I feel like they got, they got away with that. But, uh, but you know what aired each time? Oh, they had a sweet, sweet theme song. Sweet, sweet theme song. <laughs> Bigfoot and uh, the Muscle Machines. How did you feel about this theme song? It was so forgettable that I keep making up my own version of it. <laughs> so if that tells you anything. No, no, you know, I, I had the same uh, impulse or I had the same idea that it, 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 the tune itself is really, really stupid catchy. Yeah. But the lyrics and the words themselves mean absolute hot garbage yeah. they mean nothing and in fact i'm actually going to contend so we we had to go back before we began recording tonight to actually re-listen to the theme song because 
most of the words kind of seem like they're growled at you or just sort of like very like high energy like it sounds like they're forcing the words through like an actual transmission and trying to make a car sound like a human (laughs) like a truck person like a truck truck person person like a a truck man with a truck mouth would sound (laughs) but they the the whole like i guess chorus of this theme song is bigfoot and the muscle machines they're big bad dirty and mean and I, when, when I heard that, I, 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 had to, I had to pause for a moment mm-hmm. because we, we, you're obviously, you're, you're introduced to this theme song at the beginning of the show. Right. And so watching this movie version of it, we're, we're hit with it at the beginning of the 53 minutes. And then we don't, we don't have the opportunity to really go back and watch it again because of all the, the pieces have thankfully been compiled Yeah, we just watched together. one and it together. Yeah. So when I went back and I watched it again at the very end, it really made me pause because I was like, okay, yes, they're big. Yep. Check that Check box. That box. All right. yep. They're bad. These guys are like the nicest dudes that just try to help people and they're not all maybe, the time. I mean, maybe they're bad and like, the, yeah, we're real bad. Like kind of cool, I guess. Kinda but I like even rebels, think then, eh? I don't even think that there's like a, no. a, there's really not like a rebellious. There's, it seemed like for the, the type of vehicle that they were driving, right. that they could not have been less rebellious in what they were just like, look, we are a working class people right. who's doing a working class job, and we're going to get top billing wherever we go. And that's it's in our rider. It's in our contract. It was set. Look, I handle all of the contracts myself. All right. This is actually. I get them on the. Fi- the weird like, part was when Ricky Bobby did a cameo in uh, yeah, right. Muscle Machines. That was great. Karen. So like, Karen. And so, you know, just uh, they, they have all this stuff that is going on, like dirty, okay? Big, bad, dirty. All right, they are driving over everything. Literally All everything. the time. Anything They're driving over. There's every possible thing that is in this show that comes in their way. They have run over mm-hmm. it. Humans, and manure, they, doesn't matter. Humans, Lava. they just, they are killing everything. And there is no blood. There is no dirt. If things are exploding on them, these, these, these monster trucks are getting pierced. Like pierced all the way through, oh, yeah. and like it doesn't even seem like it, it matters to them. Nobody's like, spraying they are a not, leak. Nobody's yeah. <laughs> not nobody's like you know what we've been traveling across country. Maybe we should just do a like a quick oil test. I would like, lo- I would also love some like like uh, practical stops for I don't know gas because I can't imagine these are the most like fuel efficient <laughs> machines. They'd be stopping every ten miles to fill up. It would take them a year to get across the country. Like, I mean, I actually think that what happens is when they, they transport these vehicles, they put them on the back of a giant yeah, tractor trailer. Yeah, they're not trailer. fucking road legal. You can't drive a monster <laughs> truck down the highway, you crazy shits. I, look, I get it when they're in, like, the desert and stuff, and we'll, we'll get to their little, like, road trip. But fuck, they're just, like, on mountain passes going around, like, switchback turns in monster trucks. <laughs> this shit don't fly. And, like, but, and, and mean. Like, I take... I really don't think that they were mean. Like, we mentioned Yank Justice no, they're not mean as being the leader of this, like, he is gruff. seemingly, he has a good heart. Yeah. And I don't think he ever means anybody any harm. No. And so to say that they're mean, like, yes, there is that persona that these trucks are, are big and they're driving over other trucks. And so that would be like me as a human walking over another human and then crushing them. And, people, and I get And people I paying get you to do it. Yeah, and, people, and people being like, woo! I'm just cheering you on, throwing beers around, <laughs> paying you to walk upon other people. Do you imagine that's what, the monster truck reality is like is just monster truck like the truck based people that i yeah, want on on like, like truckatron the world yeah, truckatron where, yeah 
yeah exactly like wearing uh mm-hmm. wearing you know like baseball tees and stuff like like the trucker hats yeah. and uh you know they've got like popcorn and a hot dog and a beer yeah. and they're just watching humans walk over other humans and crush them and they're like woo he did it wait until he forms together to form humanosaurus he breathes fire i want to see this like, cartoon real bad yeah i want to see the fuck out of this cartoon I'll be back, guys, because Planet Truckatron is going to come in 2017. Guys, so. once we start our Kickstarter and Patreon campaigns, we're going to make so many bonkers cartoons. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's going to be on the YouTube. So you're going to watch it, and then we're going to talk about it. It's going to be great. Oh, man. <laughs> but, but yeah, but like, I, think, for- I think you've nailed it. Like The theme song, A, is forgettable. B, doesn't actually describe what's happening, either the, the characters themselves or what's going on in the show. And, and then the animation is just like a bunch of clips from an already fairly short series to begin with. So, right. plus it was grainy as shit, so it's really hard to see what's going on anyway. It just looks like a bunch <laughs> of smudged mud moving across the screen. I will say, whoever uploaded this to YouTube, kudos to you Thank because you. it really captured uh, what it was like to watch something on a beaten up VHS in the 80s. Yeah. And or just been, like a tiny little like 12 inch, you know, yeah, cube of a TV. Yeah. And having been somebody with that little tiny cube TV yeah. and a VCR that was attached to it, <laughs> watching stuff all the time, like it really brought me back. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thanks for yeah. that. Thanks for that 240p. Yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the three, four aspect ratio that was on it. <laughs> was I, could, good. I could not have I mean, been I loved happier. it. I'll tell you what, watching it like that, like if I would watch something like that in 1080, <laughs> I'd be like, Ugh. A, not physically possible. And B, just like it would take you out of the experience. It was like watching the grainy, janky animation and like just poor production quality for a lot of this stuff just kind of puts you in the mindset of like, eh, mid 80s. Nobody gives a fuck. Let's watch the trucks. Smash other trucks. <laughs> if they would have just called this Smash Trucks, <laughs> Smash Trucks, that would, that would be the knockoff version. Because <laughs> somebody had to pay licensing for this. Look, we already said it was a Toei animation production, but it was also uh, a collaboration with. Um, Hasbro, who had the toys for the Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines. It was Marvel Comic, or at least Marvel Productions at the time, so I don't know if they had an actual like comic book series for this or not. It was I'm sure they did. They had to. It was Sunbow Productions, who just had their hands in like a bunch of toy and, and movie stuff. And Toei. It was like these four fairly sizable production companies who just churned out this, this garbage. I will say I liked the idea of like mini- episodes it was like an early web series before there was even a web i thought that was kind of cool a cool way to do it it's almost like having um instead of cramming more commercials under your saturday and sunday mornings it's just like a cool little interstitial so like you could just watch this like little six minute episode instead of you know blocks of commercials and it would just fill in the gap in between i thought that was really cool i just i'm having a really hard time like in my head imagining that it was playing like back to back with like clips of like gem with like the suicide episode, like, and then yeah. it was jumping into like those quick versions of like robotics, and then just and yeah. then rounding it out with monster truck. I would have been like, Whew, there is <laughs> well, I mean, there since is it only not enough once, sugar cereal to focus me. It did only play once a weekend though, so I'm sure it was like a strategic spot for wherever they wherever they needed a six minute fill, and just didn't have like an ad buy or something. Just really capturing that uh, that southern demographic that they were shooting for with this. <laughs> no, man, it was nationwide. It was nationwide from California to Florida. Yeah, but not not north at all. Um, huh. Oh no, I think they, they went from Seattle to Florida actually. That's correct. It was like the reverse of the Oregon Trail. Um, I I know this because they showed a map. Yes, constantly. And then they showed them driving from constantly. They showed maps 
as like a as like a bump yeah. between like location to location. I felt like I was like, playing oh. Cruising USA again, just watching this stupid <laughs> map and not making any progress. <laughs> yep, a terrible game. Oh god, right. that was it. <laughs> so before we get into the show, and we're about to jump into it, so hold on to your butts. Uh, we need to pick like truck driving names. Dave and Sean isn't like eh, little little limp wristed wishy washy. It's not good All enough. Right. So you got to give me your best monster truck name, and then you got to tell me the name of your your truck. What do you want to go by for the rest of the episode? All right, uh, I got a couple, so let me just bear with me on this. Okay, uh, I got Will Dynamite, Lance Explosion. Flex push up, tough rows, tank bicep. Can't get stronger than tank bicep. You, can't, you literally can't get. Can't get stronger than, than tank bicep. We've got Chip Tex Mex, uh, <laughs> uh, Bo Beefcake. Uh, I like Derek, the alliteration. That's good. Derek True Tail. Uh, He's sh- like a like a Native American <laughs> shooter roadhouse. This is just this is just shooter a one. This is, is just a. Good. I know. This Did you just combi- you just combined a. Uh, uh, a John Cena movie <laughs> with a with a Kurt Russell movie or a Swayze movie. Wait, here's is that here's it's a Swayze. It's, uh, Swayze. Yeah, Swayze. Uh, here's one that's just uh, it's an indefinite article and then the full name. Mm-hmm. All right, this isn't like a first name last name. There's no first name. The Gooch. All right. Gooch. Uh, H- Fuzz Holster. Like Leonard it. Tackle. Uh, Butch Butcher. Uh, Daryl Panty Dropper. Uh, mm. Robbie, get up for learn. Race pizza party. Uh, Jesse Meth, Kemper Bayou, Lipton Tea, and Hoyt Bear Trap. <laughs> Hoyt Bear Trap. <laughs> Hoyt Bear Trap. I don't know. Tank uh, bicep. Tank bicep, and my car is glamour muscle. You seem you seem like you should be greased up all the time. Like I mean, greased I've, up I've, and hairless. Just, <laughs> just constantly just rubbing nair and sunscreen on yourself. It's my crossover into the, the world of professional wrestling. Yeah, I can see that. Monster Truck Rally. For Monster Truck Rally profession, slash professional wrestling. All right, all right. You moonlight. So, got, so I like that. So tank, bicep. Yep. In the glamour and, um, muscle. And I'm, glam, I'm riding in the glamour muscle. <laughs> I like it. In the glamour muscle. Yikes. What do you got? What's your, what's your name and what's your I, truck name? Man, they pale in comparison to all that. But no, they go don't. With, They're going to uh, be great. I want to hear this. I'm going to go with Rocky Road. <laughs> that is good. I'm I like Rocky that. Road. And I drive the humdinger. Woo! Woo! Humdinger. Humdinger. I just love you can't you can't go wrong with the word humdinger. No, you can't. That's why when it came to my mind, I was just like, I can't. So good. I can't. I personally can't do better. Solid. Solid. We got Rocky Road and the humdinger, and Tank <laughs> Bicep and his glamour muscle. <laughs> they gonna put things to rights through justice uh, <laughs> the American way. Woo! Just, my justice is running over stuff. That's right. It's the only it's the way. Cr- and it's the core of the road. That's my credo. My credo. All right. So you're going to ride along with Tank Bicep and Rocky Road for the rest of this episode. <laughs> All right. Now, so, so, so getting serious for a second. This is a show about people who drive monster trucks. So yes. it should probably start with a random woman running out of a mansion. Right? Uh, no. Makes sense. Does it, though? Doesn't it, though? No, none I mean, of this makes sense. it happens. It happens. The first 30 seconds is just like a still shot of the front of a mansion, like a nice stately mansion. You've got the, you know, the door in front of you. And this woman just like runs straight at the camera at you. <laughs> and I'm, okay. No explanation. And for whatever reason, she's being chased. Like they're like pinning her in by like a trio of dudes on motorcycles. Dudes with like <laughs> just like helmets out of like Mad Max. Like just dudes on motorcycles. And they're, they're kind of pinning her in. 
and they get her to this intersection. And she's kind of in this courtyard, so you're like, uh, I don't know what she's going to do. So, Sean, what would you do in this situation? You're like you're uh, kind of like a stunt guy, your tank bicep. Would you just like fight cool. your way out of it? Or You know, I'll tell you what I would do because would do? it's the exact same thing that this woman did. I oh, would okay. throw myself into a fountain. I mean, that makes sense. That makes total sense. Like in, in broad daylight, right? Yeah. Like they can just, see you do this. Yeah, they, can, they, they are watching me and okay. I throw myself into a fountain. Okay. I, tank bicep, jump into a fountain. Right. And I'm just like, done. And you just curl up and like, the hope that they didn't see you. Yeah. See, yeah. and that actually works in this world because these guys on the motorcycles are so fucking stupid that what they do is jump their motorcycles into the fountain and crash them into being useless. Well, I'll be honest with you. One thing that Tank Bicep knows mm-hmm. is that, uh, is that your, your regular dirt bike or mm-hmm. your motorcycle is not an amphibious vehicle. Co- that's correct. So it's tank. not going to work. It's nice not going to work that way. Smart and strong and greased yeah. up. Look at this guy. <laughs> so, so our motorcycle riders, not knowing what Tank knows, uh, crash their motorcycles in a fountain, at which point this woman, who we don't know her name, we don't know her profession, we don't know what she's doing, she's got this rolled up piece of paper, we don't know what the hell's going on, even though we already told you in the synopsis, so spoiler alert from 20 minutes ago. Uh, she runs out of the fountain. She's totally fine, because she's amphibious, right? Yeah. So she takes off running, just running. This girl runs everywhere. She is running nonstop. She is so fit. She is outrunning these muscle machines half the time. <laughs> like, I don't know what this girl's like, the bionic woman. So she's, she takes off. And the motorcycle guys at this point are like, well, we can't conceivably chase her on foot either. So we'll just pick her up another time, I guess. Yeah. They literally say, like, uh, we'll just catch her when she gets to the stadium. Yeah. Hence them telling us. Now we are going to the stadium. So thank you very much, exposition motorcycle riders. Also, how close is this mansion uh, just to a stadium? Oh, just right next door. No, like, but where? I said she runs. Like, she just, she just runs. That's I know, but does. like, she runs. But like, who's just building like a palatial manor next to like the Verizon Center? Uh, Jerry <laughs> like, Jones. Next to it. Jerry Jones. Jerry Fair Jones enough. builds like his house within the Cowboy Stadium. Oh, boy. And is super proud about it. Get it together, Jerry. Speaking of uh, guys from Texas, who do we meet next? Oh, man. We, uh, we are introduced to the man. The myth, the legend. The myth, the legend. Uh, he, Yank Justice is to man as yeah. Bigfoot is to trucks. The king of both. Is how we are introduced to, to, Hank, to Yank mm-hmm. Justice. Yank Justice. Yeah, don't call Yank, him Hank. Yeah, Yank Justice. So Yank. let me... Let me let me ask if you had to to like sum up what Yank Justice looks like. Uh, wait, what what is like what is what's a comparison like a a fair parallel comparison so, that you would so make? So I have he basically looks like a Texas cowboy or like a sheriff, kind of like cross with. It. He's got like the blue jeans, he's got the cowboy hat, but he's like the blonde, blue eyed kind of guy. So he's like a Swedish cowboy, okay, uh, with like a red kind of very kind of stereotypical kind of cowboy garb. He looks like he could actually be related to like Marshall Bravestar, just like a Swedish okay. version of him. He kind of has I, that, that lawman look. I actually thought that he was just, that this was like a future version where Flint from G.I. Joe had retired <laughs> okay. and bought a monster truck and it's then like peppered his, peppered his hair like he was Race Bannon. I was going to say like Race Bannon's like tougher cousin, which is like, those are strong words from Rocky Road, but. Right. Yeah, he, he looks like he could be. He's a tough dude. Yeah, he's a tough, tough dude. dude. We get and sort then, of that. Yeah, we get sort of that uh, quick introduction 
uh, by way of the the people in the vehicles. And so, yeah, they're literally uh, just like coming out of the whatever the entrance to the arena is because now they're in their monster truck. So Yank is driving around in Bigfoot, which is very recognizable, like the, you know, the premier star of the show. Uh, so he right. rides out and then we get everybody else as they kind of come out and do their greet and ride around the arena. So who do we meet next? Uh, we've got Orange Blossom Special. Oh boy, that's, uh, the, that's driven the by yeah, yeah, driven by uh, Professor Billy D. Williams. Yeah, basically. I mean, this guy. So it's an it's an older black man with like a white afro and this thin little white mustache. He's got a tie, a collared shirt, a sweater yeah. vest, a <clears throat> tweed jacket with leather patches on the elbows, and he's got a little buddy with him who's who's riding along with Professor D. Oh, uh, he's got a little armadillo. Sure, a little armadillo makes sense. Yeah, why not? What's his name? <laughs> Isn't it Dilly? It's Dilly the Armadillo, who's basically never used except for, I think, once more. <laughs> they reference him literally one more time. He's not like, I'll give him this, he's not that stereotypical, like, animal sidekick who is used to comedic effect. He's used, right. like, once more in this entire sequence. That's right. it. That's it. Yeah. And, and we've also, at this time, you've got, like, a terrible announcer voice kind of, like, going off in the background. And he... As he's introducing the characters to both, uh, you know, everybody in the arena, but also everybody watching at home, he decides to, like, stop and make a plug for Ravenscroft used cars. So he just stops and does this, like, little commercial. So the first, that's the first time you hear the word Ravenscroft. And that actually comes into play throughout this entire series. So that's, it's important because this thing literally just keeps coming up. And it's very apparent that that's kind of, like, the main threat behind everything as we go forward. Right. Uh, let me ask you who's left on this team. Oh man, we've got my favorite, Black Honestly. Gold, oh, yeah. driven by Red and Redder, which mm. are two redheaded beauties oh, yeah. who just can't seem to be told apart one from the other. Well, uh, they're identical twins. Yeah, I also feel like having identical twins in that sense, and then naming them the same word, but then having one being like a, a more intense version of what that thing is. Yeah. It's like if your brother, who's recently been on the show, if yeah. he was, if you were Dave and he was Daver. Yeah. That'd make slightly less sense than Red and Redder. Yeah. But I have a lot of questions for the parents of all of these people. To Get be into it. No, I mean, just like if I <laughs> just, them, I just, <laughs> just, just what <laughs> drugs were you on? What judge <laughs> let you name your kids these things? Do you have last names other than Justice? Uh, I have a lot of questions. I mean, you could you can name a child anything you want as its legal guardian. Yeah, there are some judges out there who are just like, no, I'm not going to let you do this to this child. But Redder, I guess, flies. Yeah, why not? And this is a world where women, men, whoever wants to, can literally just run into the middle of this arena on foot, surrounded by giant monster trucks, like our right. friend who's running from the motorcycle thugs happens to do at this point. Which is really confusing because yeah. we are introduced to two women. Mm-hmm. Red and Redder, yep. who are not falling into that whole damsel in distress trope. No, they're part of the team. That we have. They're part of the team. Like, right. they are working alongside of Yank and Professor D, and, like, they, they're, they're doing stuff. They're performers. They're professionals. But, tank bicep, if I see a woman in a cartoon that is not in need of dire assistance from a strong male personality, I don't understand what's happening. So tell Ooh. me that some lady person is going to need help. Yeah, there's definitely some woman who's going to need help. I mean, okay, it's, the, it's this, this woman who's been run and like just she's running run. nonstop. She's running. She's just, she's forest gumping her way across this entire town and into the stadium for no reason. It doesn't and make that, any sense. And that, no, it makes zero sense. Like there's, there's zero reason for her to run directly to this arena. We, 
Like, even as you figure it out later, there's like zero, like not even like a ghost of a sense. <laughs> like I want to be very clear yeah. and preface everything that we'll discuss and talk about tonight. <laughs> None of it makes any no. sense. None of it makes any sense like at all. Like in the all. world of physics, in the world of like rational thought. Any way, shape, or form, Nothing. like this may as well have existed on in like a in a far universe or another planet yeah, somewhere. It's it like as far as we're concerned, this is a crazy. This is crazy town, it's crazy USA. World. It's crazy world. But look, I will say this: one thing that does make sense. If I'm gonna run away from people and run into a Bigfoot arena, like a like a monster truck arena, I'm gonna hide in a pile of wrecked cars oh because that's God. the safest possible place. Yeah, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never There's seen a, a monster truck show. I assume it's the safest place. You know what? I'll be honest with you. If you're gonna hide anywhere, hide in a bunch of abandoned wrecked cars. They're all like rusty, with, like, <laughs> jagged metal edges. Don't get a tetanus shot. Yeah. Go hang out in a bunch of rusty old beat up cars. Just roll around in it. Just do it. Why Just not? Just crawl over them and like fall down a bunch. Fine. What's your problem? Yeah. Ugh. I do love, so however, that, <laughs> that, yeah, she, she climbs into this pile of wrecked cars. So rather than just like be a normal human and go in after her, they're like, no, I'm just going to steal one of these other monster trucks and just smash her in the pace. Ooh, that's how you know they're the bad guy. God. But how does, uh, how does Yank save the day here? One of many, many times he uses this particular skill of his oh, as a cowboy. Uh, Yank comes out very quickly and he grabs uh, this, is, is it a... It's like a rope with like a winch on it, right? Yeah, it's like, I think at this point, he uses it so many times. I think it's just like his, his tow hook on the back of Bigfoot that's attached right. to a winch. But it's like a, like a big metal chain and a big old honking tow hook that they use in like monster truck rallies to do like pulling contests. So like a tug right. of war, they'll, they'll tie these things together and then try to see who pulls the other one apart or pulls it across the arena or whatever. But he uses right. this thing like a fucking lasso like constantly. So this is the first instance where we see him. He throws this onto this yeah. invading stolen truck now at this point by yeah. these henchmen right. and, uh, and pulls their truck off of the pile right. and presumably kills them. <laughs> yeah, we don't really see what happens to them. They're kind of faceless goons at this point, so they're dead. Uh, this so is, that's this is, body count three. This is the best part about this entire show is that they have a complete disregard and abandonment for human life which early is, on and, and it gets worse and it's hilarious it, considering what they're after ultimately uh which i right. think we already ruined but we'll talk about it later if you weren't paying attention so it's it's actually just like again none of this makes sense uh right. the next thing that doesn't make sense is this woman who's now just been rescued jankily climbs down from this pile of wrecked cars while yanks like basically like just now fist fighting these other the non-dead thugs and she takes this uh, curl of paper, and she hides it in Bigfoot. Right. Why would you do that? Uh, yet to be determined. And it, it's one of those things that you just, you see this happen, and you're like, well, that obviously has some significant importance. Right. She's been running with it out of this mansion. She's run all the way here. She dove in a fountain. People are she clearly after her. Yep. You know, there, there, there has to be some reason. Like, this has to be the catalyst for this entire show. And I feel and, like if she, she looked at Yank and was like, here's a man who just killed another man with a monster truck. So this is a guy <laughs> I can trust to get the job done. But yet she doesn't. She just kind of hides. She yeah. just, she makes herself, uh, you know, as, 
<laughs> as like scarce as possible. She becomes a ninja at some point, which we'll get into in a little bit here. She becomes a straight up ninja wearing like an invisibility costume, like something out of Metal Gear Solid. She's just snaking around in a cardboard box. I mean, this this woman who like you don't even get her name no. until almost like the end of the the show. I got it halfway. from the Wikipedia. Like I don't yeah. even remember hearing it in the show. Uh, like she is. She ends up getting pinned down on the ground oh, by yeah. henchmen. Yeah, like more times. Straddled. Like yeah, very Ooh. creepily straddled more times than I think is acceptable in a kid's cartoon. Yeah, like once more time than is acceptable, and this happens multiple onces yeah so it's pretty bad Oof. but like every time like you know she's uh she's able to she's able to escape she does this by again using the tow hook and attaching it to his belt and Mo- and and bigfoot who there were multiple points in this show where i was like is bigfoot knight rider like is he a sentient I, truck there were so many times where yank was kind of talking to him like come on bigfoot we can do this or come on pal you got to come through this time but there wasn't anything more to it beyond that like there were definitely things that tested the limits of like physics, practicality, believability. Um, but there never was a sense that like Bigfoot had like its own personality, which I think was kind of a misstep. That would have been kind of cool to give it a little more personality. I actually uh, think that that would have been awesome yeah, to give been great. him some? some persona, some, you know, thing to, to kind of have a talk with Yank. Because, like transform. Yeah, because you, you get the sense that Yank is a little bit of, of, a, of a loner oh, okay. uh, to a certain extent. But then he kind of, it's hard because you get that sense and then he makes a comment later on about sort of like the, the things that he lives for. Oh God. And like what that's, he. That's one of the best quotes. Don't, don't get there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I won't. So it's like, he makes this point about like the three pillars that are in his life that he, that, that like are his keys to success. That are yeah. the three most important things to him. And then at the very end, he sort of just disregards all of that in yeah. general. That, that, is a, that is a running theme for this entire group here by the time we get to the end of it. They've just uh. disregarded like their entire life's work by the end of the show because they ran out of money. Um, yeah. But, but to that point, the fact that Yank's kind of lonely, I think he's a little nuts. He thinks that Bigfoot's like alive. I mean, people get like that with their cars. I get it. He spends a lot of time with it. It's like he treats it like a, a pet or a, a companion or something. There's a moment coming up here in a little bit where Red and Yetter, Red and Redder are talking about Yank, <laughs> and he had noticed the girl. Obviously, he helped save the girl. So one of them says, "This is the first time he ever noticed a girl." I'm like, "Huh? Yeah. Blooded American Yank? First time he ever noticed a girl? Like he's in love with his truck that much?" Like my comment for that was, yeah. "Look, you know what? There is a lot of type of of, of sexual impulses." And none of them are wrong. And so what? If this man is in love with the, with the light that he lives, and if he is in love with the road and the showmanship and, sure. what he, and, and the performance that he gets to do every night for people just driving around in this truck, like, so be it. Like, there's no problem with that. No, like, if he, doesn't, if he decides that, you know, he's, he's asexual and this truck is his passion, he's who cares? Tru- truck sexual. She's truck sexual. Yeah. And so, but there were like, it was like a moment. It was like such a criticism where it was just like, oh, this is the first time uh, you've ever noticed a girl. Do you huh? think that was like, like, like a jealousy thing? Because Yank never tried to smash Red or Redder or Red and Redder? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe. Old truck tire? Maybe, but it was just like, as a child, it would have. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, like, it felt like one of those like really weird asides yeah. that they would have made. Yeah. It was a better way to like, do it. 
Yeah. Like as a child, it would have been like, oh, I don't give a shit. Like, no, I don't really understand this. But as an adult, like it was so judgy and full of shame <laughs> yeah. directed at him. It and was like, like resentment oh. too. I sense resentment from it, whichever of the bitchier of the two is. Because there's one that's like very free spirited and like kind of like a free love kind of Yeah, girl. that was red. Red was, was red. more, I believe, more of the free spirit. The other one was just like, it don't take shit from anybody. Just like yeah. kind of nasty the entire time. Right. But so we've got that. Um, pretty much everything's wrapped up at the arena. The guys go out on kind of their own trail. They're gonna they're gonna make tracks to Vegas for the next yeah. show. But we Gotta get, get introduced to, Vegas. to uh, kind of the shadowy side of things here. Yeah. So we get introduced a little bit to this shadow figure, and he's introduced. We're introduced to a main character called Mister Sly, and Mister Sly has been tasked with bringing in this map and presumably sabotaging all of the Bigfoot and the Muscle Machine gang. And yeah. So-, so we learned this girl stole a map, and that's what she hid inside Bigfoot's truck so now they're all unknowingly driving across the country with this map so now they've drawn the ire of uh, the shadowy figure and so how would you if you have if you have three large vehicles right now that are not street legal mm-hmm. uh but they're driving around what's a good way to try to i don't know get them to falter in their journey you asking rocky road i'm asking rocky road i would take a team in the woods and set up a number of high-explosive devices <laughs> tied to trees for some reason, which, when triggered, would start uh, an avalanche. Does that sound about right? That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. And th- that's exactly what happens. Yeah, they blow work, up a though, bunch of it. trees. They blow up a bunch of trees, and they just drive over them. They, they because they're up. monster trucks. They're this monster is the first trucks. time when I'm watching the show, I'm like, you guys do not know. Fucking don't have any don't idea. don't know what's happening. They're monster trucks. This is what they do for a living. It's what they're this built is... to do. They get to this, this clearing yeah. after going over all this oh, stuff. Oh, hold on. And... Even, even before that, though, is this when a Yank yells avalanche with the best cartoon face <laughs> I've ever seen? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. That was worth they... the price of admission right there. They they finally get through all of this confusion and all of these explosions. They circle up to just have this. This is the conversation. Yeah. Everything okay? Everything, but my blood pressure. <laughs> was that Yank again? No, that was uh, Professor so D. Yank, yeah, it's Professor D. Gotta be. So He's... Yank in return just goes, "Let's jaw about it on the road." <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> His dialogue's the best though. We've got we've got it's some so really good. classic things coming up here in a little bit. Oh shit. But so, who, who is watching creepily from the mountaintop uh, somehow got there ahead of the monster truck? It is Ninja Woman who has really yet to be introduced to us. Yeah. So, what? How? Why? Did you, how did you get up there? Yeah. So what? they... I don't know. She's Obviously, she's a great runner. Yeah. Uh, and now she's become a great trail runner. And guess what? Because she is just running nonstop. She's, just, she's constant running. And guess constant what? Running. Things are about to get crazier because now we've got all the bad guys who previously just had like regular vehicles right they've right. now not only got like what were they like somewhere like like open top jeep almost like go-kart yeah but what's weirder is their array of weaponry that they just pull out of nowhere this what's amazing about this show is that everything could have been solved for the bad guys with a bullet like they could have yeah. just pulled out a gun at any point in time instead what do they pull out swords uh, swords battle axes, axes maces they pull out a pole arm <laughs> that the tip of the pole arm yeah. opens up and then a sharper tip of Why? the pole arm comes out. Why? It's not like a shark with extra like rows of teeth. You, you don't <laughs> need that. 
It made no sense. It made zero it sense. Made... It was like, I guarantee somebody in the animation department saw like this pointed blade and they were like, nah, it doesn't look, it's not terrifying enough. And it lifts and just like a serrated edge comes out. Like they needed a steak knife at the end of a six foot pole. It's like if I take out a pen, right. all right, I take the cap off a pen and then the tip of the pen opens up and another pen comes out of the right. tip of that pen. You're and just then, like, it's so redundant that it's unnecessary. And then that tip of the pen opens up and a gun comes out. And then it shoots them. And then it shoots them Problem in the game, solved. game over. Yeah. But instead, no, they, they take all their uh, medieval weaponry and they're kind of like, they had a cool kind of like car chase thing here. That was, that was fun. You know, it was a fun car chase, uh, I thought. What was odd very odd was how red and redder decided to use like their array of makeup like a compact and like lipstick to fight off all these would-be villains ah that was a super sexist to be completely nonsensical it was kind of funny the first time when she like smacked him in the face with a compact but it was just like all right you've also got a monster truck just by the way yeah run them the fuck over we we also should mention that with these monster trucks there are three of them and so they are driving on what seemingly is a very narrow back road at some point. Oh, I guarantee and, it was in like it was in like Utah area where it's like these crazy switchbacks and stuff coming down through the right. through the mountain range. Yeah. And and Yank's way to get around this because he's the leader and he needs to he needs to get around this yeah. is to form a line yeah. with their monster on trucks. On a two-lane road. Yeah, on a two-lane road. <laughs> Three monster with these trucks monster trucks on the that side take of a cliff. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's amazing. It worked. Again, you, you, you really watch this and you're just like, none of this makes sense. No. All of these people should be dead. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know who but, didn't die, though? Well, nobody. But also, Dilly didn't die. Dilly didn't die. This either. is the only time we get to see Dilly do anything. Yeah. He laughs creepily, which really freaked me out. But then he knocks one of the guys like off of the window that was hanging on the uh, Orange Blossom special. But then that's, that's it. You it. never see him again. They stopped Pres- animating him. He's done. Or they turn him Presumably, into he's dead. Yeah, they turn him into soup. Who knows? Armadillo stew. Good stuff. This is it. We don't have to talk about Dilly for the rest of the show. Thank God. That's it. Done. Thanks for stopping by, Dilly. You're a pleasure. Oh, my God. Pleasure and a delight. Anyway. So, they get through all of this craziness. Yeah, what's, what was your favorite? It's got to be the, the hood wrestling scene. Oh, right? God. The hood yeah, wrestling with Take Yank it. Take it. is phenomenal. Yeah. They're, they're, going, they're going around this bend, and uh, one, of the, one of these henchmen gets into to Hank's uh, the cabin of his monster truck. Yep. And so Hank has just been punching. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop you and people. say Yank. Make sure you keep saying Yank. Cause I, I can't do Hank. Okay. Apologize to all the Yank fans out there. So there's a reason he's called Yank. And we'll get to that in a second. Right. It's so right. dumb. So, so Yank, uh, Yank punches this guy, this henchman with a helmet on in the visor yeah. and like crinkles his hand. Which he's was, like, oh, I love that because you never see that in any of these shows. Like, right. like G.I. Joe, they can punch, you know, Cobra Commander right in his metal dome. And like Cobra Commander's like bell is rung, but G.I. Joe's hands are like solid as a rock. This was right. kind of funny because it was like they showed that he's vulnerable. I like that. So we see Yank make an attempt. This guy gets into the cabin, puts him in a stranglehold, like puts him in a chokehold, ready to choke him out. Something happens and they get thrown out. Out through the windshield. Oh yeah, and now they are wrestling on the front on the hood, on the hood. of Bigfoot, and they are coming up to like this crazy switchback, yeah. this crazy turn that is about to happen. And they are they are sitting there and like 
and and Yank has his hand inside of the steering wheel from outside both, from a, from a, through the broken windshield, and, and they're both wrestling <laughs> with this thing to try to figure it out, and it is it's hilarious. It was fun because I like that the too. henchman the henchman's like, Haha, you're pretty much boned, like. I've done to you, like I've done the worst thing that's possible to you. Yeah. Like, I He's like I'm gonna, in- I'm gonna die a horrible death too, but at least I'll take you with me. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, and he gets, he ends up getting just like thrown yeah. off of the to his death. Which is funny because how he gets thrown off is he basically gets is Yank again punches him in the mask. Yes. <laughs> which was evidently super effective the second time well, around he when he's done. Hand. He's like, um, Yank's I got two hand- hands. I'm American. Yank's fist has adjusted to the the pain. That's right. The pain of punching a visor. He absorbed a, the weakness of henchman. the man. Yeah. So it just knocks him off. He manages to get back in the cabin and obviously navigate the Bigfoot the rest of the way. See, but... and like at that point, you would if if Bigfoot had like a Night Rider kind of thing going for it, it would have made sense why it would kind of steer. But no, nothing like that. I mean, they wrap this up, and then you get red that just goes. Why don't we talk about it over a blowtorch? I, like, I'm like, what the, f- what? This dialogue is this dialogue's amazing, guys. So bad. So bad. This dialogue is fantastic. So let's, bad. let's 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 chew this out. Let's jaw this out. Red. Jaw it out a on the road over a blowtorch. Now, what they mean by that is we need a garage quickly because our yeah. machines are beat shit. So they do actually find one. Guess who's still tracking them to a garage? Oh my god, it's Ninja Runner Girl. Super Runner Lady Ninja. Like, still yeah. doing real good. I don't know how she can track them and not be noticed, but could not escape from these goons who dove into a fountain with their motorcycle. But, oh my I digress. God, I roll. Yeah. But this mechanic is, is totally, like, legit, right? I mean, as legit as mechanics can get. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> this is, this is my, one of the, the parts that just made me laugh so much, is that, like, so we should say for, for our villain... Mm-hmm. He has a very stylized insignia. Right. Because when you want to stay like under the radar, not have people know what you're doing, definitely stamp your logo on every possible thing you can. Like your villain's armor, your villain's vehicles, the places like, you own. When you're trying to keep terrorism right. on the down low mm-hmm. as much as possible, right. branding is essential. It's I mean, key. that's what you're working with. So yeah. you got to do the best that you can and make sure that it's on everything from. Uh, from the side of buildings to, like you mentioned, your henchman's clothing to the side of a steer. Yeah. You know, yeah, the a literal things. brand. Yeah, a literal Damn. brand. It's like, yep, walked right into that. Uh, so it's one of those things where it's just like, it's so crazy that you're just like, this guy is so not covert in anything he's doing. The fact that this guy hasn't been discovered before is like, this shows poorly for this universe's law enforcement capabilities. Which, which we'll talk about them in a little bit, yeah. too. So it kind of explains, like, literally pretty much everybody is in this guy's pocket. So he, he owns a lot of the infrastructure. He owns a lot of the vehicles. Pretty much every, everybody's in this guy's pocket, which we'll see. Everybody who's not our uh, hero, everybody who's not a part of our hero team, is in this guy's pocket. So he owns yeah. everybody. I mean, he owns these people enough where he gets them in the garage, calls the garage, and is like, is everything in place? And the, gr- the garage attendant, evidently this mechanic, this wrench, is just like, yeah, don't worry, we got it. Well, I, I thought Leaves that was just... the building. I thought it was a random guy, too. It's actually Sly. It's Sly. It was Sly. Sly. I had no clue. Yeah. Because he's so, not, like, distinguishable at all, really. 
because he's been wearing a red helmet for pretty much the entire <laughs> yeah, that too. 12 minutes that we've seen him on screen so far. Oh, God, I hope we're that far through this. I don't even know. Don't even and know. so it's just they end up throwing a wrecking ball through the entire building in order to destroy Bigfoot and the muscle machines. And yes, and this, whole this, group. this wrecking ball does have the Ravenscroft logo stamped onto the side of it, in case oh, yeah. you were wondering. Yeah. And how do they get out of it? Oh, looks like it's going to be a toe. Looks it looks like, like a, it's going to be like a, a lasso toe. and a tow hook. Lasso and a tow hook. The, that old chestnut. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, like Yank uh, lassos the, the wrecking ball. I love that, that old chestnut. That old chestnut. I love that he did this, though, because he, he doesn't just play tug of war with it. He, like, he stretches it as far as it could possibly go and then just, like, lets it go. And the wrecking ball itself comes back and smashes into the wrecker that was carrying it and, like, explodes into flames. You can barely see the, the guy who's driving that record just kind of like hop out and get to presumably safe. I still uh, he's think he's probably, he's probably just full of holes from all the shrapnel that went flying <laughs> through him. But they, they do make the effort to show him jumping out. So they destroy all this stuff. Yeah. And then that mechanic is still there. Oh my God, this Again, is the stupidest still thing. Mr. Mr. Sly. Yeah. And they're just like, everything all right? Yeah. Can't believe this happened to your thing. He's just like, oh, man, I really got to make a living. They're just like, well, you know what? If you're a good mechanic, which they have not tested him out no. at all They've done yet. their own work over a blowtorch. There, there is no vetting process. No. Nobody's given him an ocular pat down to assess no. the situation like they haven't jack like, shit. Do you have this logo on you? Yeah. He basically, <laughs> we might not want to give you a tattooed ride. on his forehead at this <laughs> yeah, point. Exactly. You know, so he's just like, yeah, all right, cool. So they get in the truck. They begin driving through oh, the desert. This, this scene. This is what's crazy. <laughs> this is, is what's that crazy. You have to realize. You have to realize that, that Yank has been driving for almost the entire time mm-hmm. with his, his, his friends, right. with his team. Right. Suddenly, he's alone in a desert. Yeah, there's nobody else around. It's not explained. It doesn't make any sense. No. So which Sly is like, hey, do you want a soda? He's alone he's in a like, desert with yeah. a strange man who keeps asking him if he wants a soda. He's like, yeah. Shakes it up, sprays it in his face, and then punches him in the face. <laughs> this was the best sequence ever. It goes, so it's Sly. He's like, hey, you want a soda? It reaches into this cooler. And then, like Sean said, as he's reaching in, he shakes this thing up. Yank is like, yeah, sure. And he's like, you don't need to shake it up, partner. What's that all about? Then he just screams when he sprays it in his face. <laughs> and then punches him. <gasps> yeah, he, and then Yank obviously hits him back, and he knocks him straight out of the car. Just punches yeah. him straight out of the car, which was great. But then, what, what I love about Yank, he'll not only neutralize the threat, he will then chase it down and beat the fuck out of it because that's yeah. what, that's his like his uh, mo every single time. He'll stop the car, run in like the super janky animation, and then just beat the puss out of anybody who dares cross his path. It's great. He is super good at tackling. Oh, great at tackling! He is and terrible at yelling. Tackling, but he's so bad at yelling <laughs> while he tackles. Hurrah! 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 Oh God! <laughs> oh, so- he actually he yells at the guys like, "Where are you going? I got a soda pop for you." Jesus. so oh god so they finally get to vegas well Uh, it's only after only after the bad guys in like some weird go-karts uh rescue sly and then somehow parachute into a canyon to safety leaving yank kind of like hanging off the edge of it but yeah again it's like one of those things that you just like you see it and you're like it makes no sense and it's just glossed over yeah and it just cuts to vegas as everything vegas right and then they're complaining because it turns out they didn't get top billing at this event but who did a grave or the mighty brawlers including grave roller grave roller definitely not (laughs) a knock on grave digger at all no 
And so they are upstairs. This is the part of the show where you're just like, wait, what direction are they actually going in? Because they're arguing with a manager yeah. in their office about the contract that they had signed. But it's all part of a plan. Because remember, yeah. we said everybody's in Ravencroft's pocket. So this guy is also in his pocket. Because Ravencroft's right. on the other end of the line. He's like constantly just on the phone with evil people. He's just, he's sitting around all day on the phone. That's all he's doing. Taking meetings. Just death by meetings. So evidently, he's arranged some type of a battle of the pink slips between Grave Roller yeah. and, and Bigfoot right. that they are going to play a tug of war uh, over top of a, a pit of water. And whoever wins, whoever wins, oh my God, they get both of these trucks. That's right. Now let me ask All you right. this. So, so <laughs> Yank <laughs> and Bigfoot has been driving from Seattle to Vegas, yeah. presumably using both the brake and the gas pedals. Murdering along the way. Murdering lots of things along the way. I'm pretty uh, sure that, that Bigfoot doesn't take gas that it just feeds off a soul. It feeds off a soul as it harvests on its death roll. Uh, that's actually how the humdinger works, too. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, it's very fuel efficient. So, so yeah, he's... Uh, my point that I'm getting to, he's been, he's been stepping on the brakes, stepping on the gas, right? So any conceivable thing that was loose in the car, including, like, a can of soda, has probably shaken loose and come to his attention by this point, right? You'd think he'd have it right. pretty well locked down. You would presumably you would think that. you would think except that when he's preparing for this battle and steps delicate delicately on the on the brake pedal he's not moving to begin with but when he yeah. delicately steps on the brake pedal this fucking map comes launching out of its hiding place <laughs> and he's like oh what's this he finally finds it jennifer is still oh we don't know her name jennifer yet the lady super runner ninja is still creeping around somewhere she's still following them from seattle to vegas just by running so this is what's amazing yeah is that again all of this stuff, you're just like, what is actually going on? In the midst of this, a guy carrying a jug <laughs> runs out into the middle of the stadium. While there they're having this tug people, of war. Yep. There are presumably people oh, thousands. all around this stadium. Paying customers. This guy runs out with a jug. That, like, it's almost like a classical, like with like the three X's on exactly, the banner, yeah. like poison. And you're just like, wait, what is he doing? He pours this into the water. That is in that is in between these two monster trucks yeah, like as a they pit of are death between them, yeah. Right, as they're having this epic tug of war battle. All right, and suddenly, and he finishes pouring all of it. Nobody comes out and says anything. There are no referees. Nope. Nobody seems to give a shit about it's what's all going part on. Of the show. One of the reds is like, "There's poison in the pit, Yank. Look out!" There's acid, poison? acid, acid. I was she like, "Poison? Acid. The fuck's that going to do?" Nothing. It would so make acid. sense in the show, though. Yeah, acid. So like, and Part you can tell his... it's acid because the whole fucking thing turns like orange and starts bubbling, which is yeah. how acid works, kids. God. Science. Yeah. If you dilute enough acid in water, it just becomes more acid, becomes right? Becomes more acid. That's truck science. Yeah, truck science. Oh, shit. Hashtag so this, truck science. This, like, this all ends up uh, like there's, there's this threat. There's this threat of right. being pulled into this little bit of acid. And Bigfoot's which, hey, losing ground. He's getting real yeah. close. Like almost his tire is kind of da like dabbling in there a little bit. Yeah, a little, but like a little taste. the the line that they have that's between them comes down into the acid just enough to weaken a link, uh -huh. so that they're both able to break apart. And then what happens? Oh, I don't know. It seems like we're gonna have a GTA style driving mission <laughs> through the middle of Las Vegas, through the <laughs> like, strip, through the strip. Oh, and not just down the strip. Also crashing through casinos and like convention halls and smashing through shows and driving across stages. And just murdering and, and consuming souls on the Which, entire but, process. 
again, we get to this point where suddenly these trucks have like they have faced one another. This uh, like truck, this grave roller, grave roller, and and now Bigfoot have squared off, and there are some there's some craziness, just some batshit insanity where one truck is breathing fire at the other, yeah. and and fucking Yank doesn't even have a windshield. So Yank's he's got like, nothing. He's it's got nothing. nothing. It's just a big, big block of a monster truck. Grave Roller's got the flamethrower. He's got like extra spikes and shit on the on his grill, and it's a little yeah. bigger than Bigfoot too. So it doesn't even make any sense. No, this is still like Bigfoot hits Grave Roller, and just evidently then that incapac he like runs Done. over Grave Roller, he like smashes, and that's he it. Go- and he that's goes it. Through, but he goes through. It's like curtain of fire that he's currently just like dousing him with and he just smashes through this entire like curtain of fire busts his radiator and then grave rollers done and then, and then what does he do and then jumps out of the jumps truck out of the truck tackles <laughs> jumps the guy, out of the truck tackle he tackles slot what does he say to him this time though because he's trying okay. to ask size like what's the deal why are you people chasing us why are you forcing me to jump out of my car and tackle people all the time it's like the fourth time today yeah we gonna talk yeah or we gonna munch knuckles oh boy which is it <laughs> you gonna munch knuckles <laughs> I don't like it. But now, meanwhile, Yank has been distracted by Sly, right? He's, he's delivering one-liners. He's delivering uh, knuckle munchers. That sounds weird. <laughs> and he's tackling people. So Bigfoot is just standing behind him like this door's open, ready to go. Any lady super runner ninja could jump in there and take off, right? Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Exactly what happens. But Yank's a pretty fair runner, too. He literally runs down Bigfoot, jumps in, climbs through the back, because apparently he's got no window, and just yeah. pulls the emergency brake, which is a hilarious thing to think of in these monster trucks. It's like this tiny little emergency brake. It's going to stop so, it. So this is where... I'm going to pause for like two seconds. Let's talk about this. All right. We get to this moment where we've finally been introduced... Like, we finally have all of these people, like Secret Runner Ninja... And we have all the rest of the muscle machine gang right. that is finally together. And so they are trying to figure out, saying, like, hey, look, we risked our life for this map. You should tell us what this map is. And she's like, look, I just need drivers yeah. to take me to this thing. And they're just like, well, we should get some of whatever we're going for because we, we literally almost died like three or four times now let, let me in ask this you, whole process. Let me ask you real quick. Is he laying across her lap at this point? I can't remember. Yeah. He is. Okay, just <laughs> like awkwardly great. laying across her lap. Yeah. <laughs> Professor Professor Billy D. Williams is just like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, didn't, hello didn't there. Didn't see that this, you didn't have the occupier, you didn't have the sock on the... <laughs> That's right, on your antenna. <laughs> on the door handle. <laughs> I will go back to not having any lines in this particular series. <laughs> Plus, you ate my armadillo, you sons of bitches. He's the greatest character in this he show. He does nothing. He's so good. <sighs> but like... But this woman is a terrible negotiator. This oh, yeah. runner ninja woman, she's just like, okay, well, I guess I'll give you some of it. And they're like, ah, you're going to give us a lot more than some. Like, yeah. She just negotiates her way out of whatever treasure she's seeking. Well, that, but he moment. also, and like, but then he also threatens, he's like, oh, well, then how about I call the cops? Because Grand Theft Auto is kind of like a serious offense. He, he tells her, he goes, it's three to ten years. It's three to ten years. He knows this because he's probably committed it. She's going to be off in, like, one with good behavior. Oh, yeah, she's, she's fine. Fun. She's fine. First she's a super runner or lady ninja. Slap. God. But, that, but then she kind of, yeah, she kind of spills the beans at that point. And at this point, I have written down that this is either the best or the worst installment of the National Treasure movies. Because <laughs> I would <laughs> love like, to see this. Because we cut to another map yeah. that is showing us going from Nevada to Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. And this is where we get 
the best part of this show. Like, and and where where it's a Yank bold statement where Yank mentions the three core pieces oh, in God. his life. But even before we get to that, I have to say Jennifer. Well, this lady runner ninja did have a great line where I think Red or Redder asked, uh, "What's this map about? Like, why are we risking our life for you?" And she says, "Oh, that's for me to know and you not to know." I was just like, "The <laughs> fuck kind of delivery is that?" It's supposed to be like you to find out or you to shut your mouth or like use something snappy, but not like that's for me to know and you not to know. What? All right, moving on. All right, now we get to Yank and his actual good time. Oh, God. Now there's a little, is there a little sexual chemistry going on between Yank and uh, this lady, do you think, in the car? I want to I wanna think that there is. Yeah. I, I will say it feels kind of weird because I'm assuming where the ever the editing was yeah. for these mini episodes. Right that this whole trip of them going from Nevada to Oklahoma, uh, it does not seem like, it does not seem like Jennifer. We can call Ninja Girl Jennifer Let's just call now. her Jennifer from now on because I get, get tired of Lady Ninja. We, we can't, like, presumably there has not been a lot of conversation in the cab of this car. Right. Like, in fact, it seems like from Las Vegas to Oklahoma State, it seems like nobody said anything. No. And then suddenly... Yank drops in with sort of like, listen, lady, you need to understand exactly who I am and what I stand for. I like Bigfoot, my team, and freedom. I, I've got it written down. I've got the whole tirade. Oh, down. do it, please. Right. It is so good. So basically, this goes back and forth between Yank and uh, Jennifer. So Yank is just kind of like, like Sean said, they've been driving for a thousand miles and nobody's talking. So he's just kind of making small talk. And she's basically like, look, Mr. Yank, Mr. Justice, if that is indeed your name, I don't need you flirting with me. I'm not up for small talk. I just want to just get to the end of the road. Stop flirting. And at this point, he loses it. He goes, I'll put it to you straight, Miss, whatever your three names were. I like Bigfoot, my team, and freedom. And that about covers it. I don't like trouble. If it weren't for the sizable investment I've already put into your problems, I'd be more than happy to let you thumb your way back to your highfalutin university. Am I making myself clear? And I lost it. I lost it. That was great. And terrible at the same time. Bigfoot, my team, and freedom? You Which, cannot deliver that line with a straight face. I don't care who you are. Let's be clear. Yeah. If he's really concerned about Bigfoot, yeah. he has driven through and committed <laughs> crimes in Las Vegas yeah. with that car. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's talk about his team. He needs he's already abandoned them in the desert Twice. at some point. Yep. And freedom seems to be the only thing that resonates here because this dude is just above the law yeah he's steven seagal in a monster truck he is just yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) damn it so good uh it's ridiculous it is ridiculous it is amazing and that might be one of my favorite like cartoon tirades of all time it's fantastic sure looks like those boys rocky road and tank bicep have got themselves into a deal of a pickle this time Tune in on Wednesday, September 28th, for the thrilling conclusion of Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines. And remember to rate and subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Also, head on over to our Facebook and say hello. Tell them Rocky and Tank set ya. Until next time, yee-haw! Hey, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening to Saturday Morning Cartoons. Now, if you'll excuse me.
I have to transform and roll out. <laughs>